My husband, on the other hand, isn't going to pack lightly, so we will probably still be up to our ears while driving. He is bringing two BMX bikes and refuses to stick them on the back of the vehicle due to weather concerns and theft. So I insisted on dumbbells on the first trip around the country, and this time it's him and our BMX bikes. Is bodybuilding about selfies, steroids, magazines, and muscles? How do I become a successful pro bodybuilder or fitness competitor? Where do I even start if I'm new? And the biggest question of all, what are the judges looking for anyway? Even today with the internet, many people first discover bodybuilding by word of mouth. A lack of regulation has caused a boom of unqualified coaches, scattered info, biased advice, dangerous protocols, and posing trends that are a hot mess. After 20 years in the business, I have seen it all. Week after week, I'm going to talk about taboo topics that get swept under the rug, provide you tips and strategies to gain a competitive edge and stand out on stage in any division or federation. I'm going to answer all the burning industry questions without the bias. I have competed across six federations, earned pro status in three, and judged in two. I've coached posing and choreography for men and women in all federations and divisions. I know just how much competing means to you. I'm your host, Michelle Welcome, and you are listening to the Everything Else in Bodybuilding podcast. Be sure to download your free guide, Five Things Every Bodybuilder and Fitness Competitor Needs to Know Before Your Next Show at eeinbb.com. That's www.eeinbb.com. Hey guys, I hope you're all having a great start to your week. As mentioned in my last episode, I will be on the road promoting this show throughout the United States on a podcast tour beginning next month. I will be posting episodes at least twice a week, sharing the inside scoop of our tour, visiting various gyms, attending events, and of course, hosting interviews. I will continue to share tips, strategies, and my personal thoughts on the industry in separate episodes as well. I might even broadcast right from our van, which by the way, my husband and I picked up this past week. Things are getting really exciting. By the way, I've never owned a minivan before, so I had no idea when the listing said stowaway seats that the seats literally stow into the floor. It was like a Transformer movie. I had no idea that minivans were capable of so much storage. We will have just enough space for the stuff we're planning to bring on the road and for the two of us to sleep. We plan to hit all 50 states during the next year and, like I said, broadcast from different events and locations. If you think there's a location or event that really needs some publicity, let me know, and we will consider putting it on the list. You can also join the Everything Else in Bodybuilding Podcast Insiders group on Facebook if you haven't. I will post a link here in the show description. And speaking of stuff, because it's two of us in a van, we are going to need to pack strategically. I'm somewhat prepared for this because twice in my life before, literally everything I owned was in my car. The first time was after a divorce, and the second time was maybe Four years ago, when my husband and I traveled the country and we stayed in various locations around Los Angeles, California for maybe about six months, we rented the house back home and sold all of our extra stuff so we could pack lightly. I definitely learned my lesson about packing lightly on that trip. At the beginning of our trip, we had black garbage bags packed up to our ears because I thought I might want my own pillow and stuff. And plastic bags are the easiest to stuff these things into. At this time, Airbnbs were still affordable, so we traveled and stayed in all kinds of Airbnbs the whole time. 
about halfway through the trip, we ended up tossing a bunch of extra stuff. And the pillows and blankets went out the door, and we could actually see out the rear view window now. Plus, we didn't look so homeless anymore without garbage bags piled high behind us in the back seats. I did insist on carrying a couple of dumbbells across the country and back that I was not willing to get rid of. They are the convertible kind that goes from 5 pounds to 50 pounds. Pretty neat, but... Well, I only used them once on the beach in Venice, California, because we, we went to different gyms instead along the way. But it didn't matter. There was no way they were getting tossed. I haven't used them since either, and they're still not getting tossed. I know, absolutely zero logic. Yeah, I know, but I guess this is what we call bodybuilder problems. Now, on that trip four years ago, like I said, Airbnbs were still affordable, but I didn't say they were great. Some were downright gross. I can't tell you how many places in California we stayed at on that trip that weren't clean. Back then, it wasn't uncommon for me to go to the store and buy cleaning supplies and clean the place we paid to stay at. True story. One place was so gross, the dirty towels from the people that stayed there before us were still on the floor when we walked in. Dirty dishes were still in the sink, and the accumulation of crumbs and food and gunk on the counter, it looked like the counters had never been cleaned, like nobody moved an appliance. God forbid somebody moves something when they clean. Apparently, the person that was supposed to clean the place had an emergency and couldn't do so before we got there. We were backed into a corner because pickings were already slim, especially last-minute pickings in L.A., so it was either try to hunt down a new place to stay or just roll up our sleeves and clean the place myself. I opted to clean because at least I knew if I cleaned it, it would be clean. I'm telling you, Pickings are slim in LA area. There was one other place we stayed at in Malibu that had incredible views of the ocean, but the bedroom wasn't a bedroom. It was literally someone's living room. So here we are in someone's condo sleeping in their living room. There were two other people living here at the same time who each had their own private bedroom. It was so weird and awkward. The, the condo had an open floor plan, so the living room was open to the kitchen. This meant that at any time one of the residents wanted to come out of their room and grab something from the fridge, we were right there on full view on full display. So weird. I just could not wait to leave. So when I say pickings were slim then, I'm not kidding. And now, with Airbnb prices, fees, cleaning fees, and all of the fees, it's so expensive, it's just not worth it to stay in a dump place for $5,000 a month, you guys. $6,000 a month if you want a decent place in the LA, Venice, Santa Monica area. Even in Las Vegas, Airbnbs used to be reasonable, but not so much anymore there either. The prices are about double now. It's just so not worth it. I'd rather live in a van. So we are. Having downsized multiple times, I'm prepared to pack much lighter and only bring essentials. We're going to buy a grill so we can cook from anywhere. We plan to have a cooler and buy food fresh daily since we won't have the means to store food for long periods. I have meal replacement shakes that have 36 grams of protein, 21 grams of carbs, and 6 grams of fat, so I will have one to two of them a day, which will make it easier to figure out food for two meals at least. I will share how we manage our food in more detail while on the road. This episode is more of a snapshot in time of our pre-trip planning. It will be fun to see how things play out and evolve while on the road. My husband, on the other hand, isn't going to pack lightly, so we will probably still be up to our ears while driving. He is bringing two BMX bikes and refuses to stick them on the back of the vehicle due to weather concerns and theft. So I insisted on dumbbells on the first trip around the country, and this time it's him and our BMX bikes. 
He used to BMX and do tricks on his bike his entire youth, so he's excited to stop at skate parts around the United States while we're on tour. He wants me to be doing BMX tricks on my bike like him, and I'll keep you guys posted on how well that goes. In addition to the BMX bikes, my husband is also bringing an electric and an acoustic guitar. For those of you who don't know, my husband Vasilios is a musician and was signed to a record label and traveled for many years with the band otherwise. He has since been writing all new original music and was just in the studio in New York City earlier this year with multi-Grammy award-winning producer Michael Mangini producing one of his songs. So as you can imagine, there is no way we're leaving the guitars behind either. So we will be cuddling with not just bikes, but guitars too. Right now, we are finalizing all the details of our trip and making preparations. For one, we are looking into wrapping the van with the name of the podcast all over it. So if you see our van on the road, be sure to honk and wave. We also have a spreadsheet with all the locations and events we are going to stop at around the country. We will continue mapping things out over the next week or so. We plan to do some in-person interviews of guests while on the road instead of just the virtual ones I've done so far. I'm also excited to announce that I plan to do pop-up posing clinics while on the road. I've reached out to a few promoters from different federations to see if there are locations in the country that they might need an expert teacher to host a clinic or two for them. Perhaps you and a group of friends might want a pop-up clinic too. Perhaps you're a promoter or a coach and you want a clinic yourself. If you have a group of people that want to learn posing skills, hit me up and we might just add you to the tour. As you know, I have experience in six federations, so my niche is being able to switch between teaching the posing requirements for every federation and every division. I also consult people on what division and federation is the best option or options for them based on their look and best attributes. And I see it all the time when people look up posing tutorials, they don't realize the requirements aren't the same among all federations, so they show up on stage doing the wrong poses. I ensure my clients are always prepared no matter where they compete. I plan to do pop-up posing clinics on the road for all federations and divisions, so I'm talking NPC, OCB, WNBF, Fitness Universe, the WBFF, you name it. You want to learn bodybuilding posing? How about classic physique, figure, wellness, or maybe you're a bikini competitor and you walk like a baby giraffe in high heels and you want to learn how to walk a runway? I am a one-stop shop. Plus, most people go to a clinic right now and learn one federation's posing, and honestly, I'm seeing a lot of hot mess posing coming out of these clinics. Some people teaching these classes are decent posers, but crappy teachers. My clinics are the starting place to being an incredible poser and performer on stage. I still have my Posing Win Shows program for men and women who are the most driven in this sport to win. But if you want to learn the basics on posing and find out if you're posing correctly right now, you can come to a virtual posing clinic by going to posingpractice.com. I'm excited to offer these clinics live in person while on our podcast tour. So again, hit me up if you would like me to host one for you and your people. And let's be real. People compete in bodybuilding shows to win them. A perspective from someone new or different than what you're getting now could be that thing that you need to go from meh to awesome. There's always room for improvement. Speaking of improvement and winning mindset, I'm also going to share on this part one episode of my podcast tour prep the reason I'm doing the tour in the first place. Have you ever heard the saying, a dream without action is just a wish? I believe that if you want to achieve something, you can't sit by passive and wait for it to happen, or it'll never happen. You'll never win the bodybuilding show if you don't pick a show, you know? You'll never get the job offer if you don't apply. You have to put yourself out there or you are only wishing for a result. 
And the result I want is to bring massive attention to this podcast and grow it to a million downloads. I want this show to be the number one resource on all issues in bodybuilding for competitors across all federations and divisions. To become the number one resource and achieve a million downloads, it's not going to happen from sitting by passive. Competing in bodybuilding shows taught me how to be patient and persistent while pursuing my goals and to not be afraid to put myself out there for people to critique me. To become awesome in bodybuilding, you have to be patient. You have to put the work in day in and day out in the gym and do it again and again and again for years. And people weighing themselves every day, freaking out over a half a pound of weight gain from the cookie they had the day before, they need to go take a big dump and get over it. One day doesn't kill your progress. It's having the ability to detach from the emotional component of eating and look at food as fuel and do it again the next day and the next day and the next. I'm fully prepared to be on the road for the next year in our van promoting the show. I'm prepared to put the work in day in and day out, just like I've always done as a competitor. I'm prepared to put myself out there for my dream. I also know when there is room for improvement. And right now, there's a lot of room for improvement getting eyes on this podcast. It's actually a little ironic. The title of this podcast episode, I called it Podcast Tour Prep. I didn't mean it this way, but doesn't tour prep sound a lot like contest prep? Well, there you go. All right, guys. Now that you have a little more background, I'll continue to share with you the inside scoop on the tour going forward. I also have a lot more to talk about regarding the industry and will continue to share my thoughts going forward. I might even post a second episode this week for you. So if you haven't done so yet, be sure to like, subscribe, and share this podcast to get notified of new episodes and let others know about them too. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review too. I have some really good interviews on some juicy topics lined up So be on the lookout for more great content coming. And before I go, if you want to show some love to our tour, you can make a contribution to our tour support and help keep us going on the road at patron.podbean.com slash E-E-N-B-B. The link will also be in the description of this podcast as well. All right, guys, all for now. I'll be back very soon. Ever wonder if you are posing correctly for your division? Learn to Pose is dedicated to taking out the guesswork on how to pose for all categories in bodybuilding. Learn five ways you can improve your posing skills in five minutes guaranteed at www.learntopose.com. There are free posing tutorials available for the bikini, figure, and men's physique categories and more on the way for other divisions in bodybuilding. It's free, so go access your free posing tutorial for bikini, figure, or men's physique at learntopose.com.